You know, I would say to anybody today, it's it's Christmas time. We're celebrating uh, the Savior that has come and the heavy lifting He will do. And if we will trust Him and cast our cares upon Him, even in the midst of hardship, there can be a deep and abiding joy that comes from the presence of the Lord. How do you unlock the full potential of your influence and create the lasting change that you are destined for? I am your co-host, Dave Donaldson. Thanks, Dave, and I am your co-host, Scott Young. Welcome to the Influencers Podcast. Join us each week for exciting stories and strategies from leaders, experts, and professionals from around the globe. As we are empowered to make an impact that resounds from your neighborhood to the nations. Welcome to the Influencers Podcast. We're here to see the influence of your life increase to change your world and to change the world. And of course, this time of the year, we want to wish you a very Merry Christmas. The angels said it on that first Christmas, joy to the world. And we love there to be a joyous influence from your life. To give joy to others, you have to have joy inside your own heart. So how's your joy level today? And we have with us some of the most joyous people that I know on the planet. We have the co-founders of CityServe. We have Wendell and Linda Vinson from Bakersfield, California. We have Dave and Christy Donaldson out in California as well. Sweet Darla Joy, my wife is right beside me. So we've got you covered coast to coast. But just remember in this Christmas season, the wise wisdom comes from the East as we talk to our friends on the West Coast. It's a great joy to be with you guys, and we are glad to be together just talking about Christmas. And maybe you could just say a hello and, and tell our friends favorite Christmas food that you have that you enjoy this time of year. Well, is there an all-of-the-above box? <laughs> <laughs> How do you stay so thin if it's all-of-the-above? Yeah, right. Well, uh my mom had many gifts, but cooking was not one of them. And it, we like to joke that uh, most of the time she would use the smoke alarm as the timer. <laughs> and uh, and my sister carried on that tradition. Her husband asked her uh, where uh, where she wanted to go for their anniversary. And she said, I'd like to go somewhere where we've never gone before. And he said, okay, how about the kitchen? Uh, <laughs> uh, so my mom didn't have a, uh, the gift of, uh, cooking, but she can make an amazing yam dish. Hmm. And, uh, it was more like, uh, marshmallows floating on the ocean. So, you know, a lot of sauce, uh, but, uh, incredible, uh, flavor. Okay. Christy. Yes. I, uh, you know, when you mentioned food, I thought of popcorn right away and i remember many um childhood events at our little local church uh, celebrating christmas eve and each of us would get a sack of an apple an orange and a popcorn ball that was either red or green do you remember those they were together with sugar corn syrup or something <laughs> and i never forgot that and it was it just was heartwarming and to have the community come to my little local church 
um, I loved that memory, and I love popcorn balls. Yeah, so beautiful. Wendell, Linda, you know, we, uh, I think I'm like Dave, I like it all, but I'm a, I enjoy the Christmas desserts. They're just incredible. And uh, Linda does a great job. My mom does a great job with uh, making them. So I, I'm their tester. They, they let me test all the Christmas desserts. I also really enjoy because we live in Central California here, an ag community, and lots of wonderful uh, folks who make tamales. And they just bring tamales to their pastor. And I just thank them. And we enjoy them. And they have a big tamale competition with us. So, so you encourage the people to tithe on their... Yes, yes they, they do. They tithe on their tamales. <laughs> Absolutely. It's biblical. Yes, it's great. For me, it would be fruit salad for one simple reason. And that is because on Thanksgiving and on Christmas are the two only times that my husband is found in the kitchen. And he is the sous chef of chopping all the fresh fruit. We have lots of fresh fruit in the valley here. And he's my fruit chopper uh, for a fruit salad, carrying on the tradition that his mother used to make. And I still have all my fingers. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. We're so glad. Good. Sweet Darla Joy, what's your favorite? So when I was a girl growing up, um, my dad, in his lifetime, his family had a delicatessen. And so for Christmas Eve, we always had a tradition of having a hoagie, which is basically an Italian sub. And my dad was a master at making those. And that was our special um, evening meal that we had uh, together was a hoagie. And so an Italian hoagie is what we make every year for Christmas Eve. Our children come over. And now, of course, I'm the one who is teaching them how to make those so that they can carry on the tradition. So we like to have that Italian hoagie, and then it's topped off. Uh, afterwards, we have a, um, a hot fudge sundae that's topped with mm -hmm. peanut M&Ms. And so uh, we enjoy that sundae while we're watching a special little DVD of um, a video by Max Licato. No, is that one by Max Licato? Mm -hmm. I think it is, called You Are Special. And so uh, that's one of our traditions that we have with our family. Beautiful. And I love Darla's pumpkin log. We get it at Thanksgiving, which we've just had, and I ate more than my share of it. <laughs> and we get it again at Christmas, and I look forward to it, and I try to hide it away to make sure I get the right proportion of pumpkin log. But everybody has <laughs> some traditions in this season, and it's a, a great time, a joy. Um, Wendell, you're a pastor. We have the reason for the season um, that is Christ, and then we have all of the American materialism. Uh, how do people keep centered on what the true meaning of this season is and walk through this season with joy that comes uh, really from the Lord? Yeah, that's a great question. I think Scott, it's just uh, incredibly important. You know, it gets really busy for everybody during this uh, time of the year. Um, we like to encourage people to slow down. We we used to make Christmas really hard around our house. We had so much going on. It was so busy and so filled with uh, activity. And, you know, we more recently tried to just make it more simple and to uh, slow it down some and to enjoy the people that God has placed in our lives and to take time to reflect together 
on the goodness of the Lord and the faithfulness of the Lord to us and his gift to us in Jesus Christ. So we're real advocates for, you know, slowing down and uh, making it simple and enjoying your family and uh, keeping our eyes on Jesus and encouraging people to do the same. Yeah, David Christie, we're in the season of, of Advent, and are there some spiritual um, practices that you guys do to emphasize the, the, the life of Jesus in our, our families? Yes, in fact, um, one of the greatest stories that I love in the Christmas story in Luke is when the shepherds were out in the field and how this unexpected event that was universal and uh, amazing, the angels came to the shepherds and declared the glory of God that the Christ child had been born. I love that. And in um, verse chapter 2, verse 13, it says, Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared, saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace. And we can look around us and say, Is there really peace? Mm. There is so much going on that's the opposite that we see, but yet, the angels declared the truth of heaven that we have today as well, his peace. And then in Ephesians, it says, for he himself, Christ, is our peace. And that's the answer to peace. Mm -hmm. Finding peace is looking to Christ and he's promised peace that can rule our hearts, that can guide us, and it transcends the world's definition of peace. Yeah, that's good. How about the Vincent home? Uh, traditions that you follow, things that you uh, enjoy together that really emphasize our spiritual uh, growth. And really, as people are listening, you have to have something to overflow with. So what is it that you guys are trying to overflow with this Christmas? And what kind of practices or traditions help you to do that? Um, I think for me, as a child... Uh, Christmas Eve was always a family time. It was a time that we had a meal and my dad uh, would gather everyone around and open his Bible and he would read the Christmas story and it was always a special time. And then as we became senior pastors and we started the tradition of Christmas Eve services, a little bit hard for me to give up the tradition of hmm. having the meal, having all of that. But as an adult, understanding it has now become, you know, at first I was just a little like, hey, that's that's our, our family time that we're we're going somewhere, we're we're out of our home. And it ended up being the most precious time of the year is the Christmas Eve services that we have at the church gathering with church family, gathering around, and the carols, and the devotion, and the candlelight, and everything. It becomes a time to center in on, yes, it is about Jesus. It's it's not about a meal. It's not about presents. It's not about any of that, but really it is about taking a moment to stop and reflect, be with your church family, and hug people and 
just uh, reflect that Jesus is what it's about. That's so good. It's like re the relationship that was in your family. You've just expanded it to the greater spiritual family that you're leading and caring for there in California. And uh, it, it's the same thing. You just pushed it out in a, a more generous way. And Dave CityServe is known for its, its generosity. And this is a season of uh, generosity. Um, how do you think generosity is connected with the joy of of this season? Yeah, first of all, if I could share a little uh, story yeah. and lesson I've learned uh, from my grandmother, uh, because when I think of uh, this time of year, uh, it's hard not to think of her and her impact and how she was always in the moment, even when things didn't go so well. Uh, I remember we had all of our family together and uh, she was a great cook, conversely to my uh, mother. <laughs> and uh, she, uh, we smelled some smoke in the kitchen and she had broiled the turkey. And so we opened up the oven and it looked like a catcher's mask. I mean, it was just all bone. And uh, so I think we went out for burgers instead, but uh, just seeing how she would uh, turn uh, moments like that into really uh, laughter, joy, and memorable moments. I remember we didn't have a Christmas tree, and uh, my mom loved Christmas trees, especially a flocked uh, Christmas tree. And so our uncle uh, grabbed a ladder and took limbs from our tree outside the home and taped it to this ladder to create a Christmas tree. And then uh, whipping whipped cream all over it. So uh, it was great until the ants started marching in. And uh, But my grandmother, uh, she just helped my mom really see that into really a, a fun moment to sit around this debacle of a tree and, and to really focus on what mattered most. And that was uh, Jesus uh, dying on the cross, uh, and living a, a life for us to model and uh, being together as a family. Mm -hmm. And uh, for CityServe, you know, what we have seen in the midst of this pandemic is that there is a movement of compassion and kindness that's much greater than this virus mm. uh, that continues to spread okay. throughout our nation, around the world. And uh, this is being done through the local church. And I mean, you think about it, Scott, uh, seven, over 17 million food boxes alone, yeah. all uh, distributed through the local church. And in many cases, we were able to talk with people about what they're going through and to, and to pray with them. And it's just been really miraculous what has happened. It's been a great joy. And uh, our, our Christmas at our house, we have uh, uh, two trees. We have a, a Charlie Brown tree that we've had for how many years? 36 years. 36 years that Darla's tried to throw out many times, but I rally the troops and it goes up in our family room. And then Darla's show tree. What's the difference between those two trees, babe? The one in the family room is eclectic. It has every uh, child's homemade ornament that they ever made hanging from the limbs and uh, 
you know, we live in Florida and it's an artificial tree and so we store it in the attic and um, it's so hot in the attic that the branches have all kind of melded together and like it has no fluff to it anymore. So we've got to put lots of tinsel on that tree and imagine our, we've been here for 25 years and so for 25 years of kids projects, they're all covering the tree. And then of course mine in the living room is just pretty. It's the one that comes out of the catalog. And you may be having a, a catalog Christmas if you're listening, or you may be having a Charlie Brown Christmas. But uh, there still is a joy in this season. We stopped at the beginning how the angels appeared and just said, joy to the world. Psalm 1611 says that it's the presence of the Lord that brings joy. Um, Pastor Wendell how can we encourage people to walk in a spirit of joy, maybe while things aren't going so well around them? Yeah, you know, this week my grandson was having surgery, seven years old, and I couldn't be in the pre-op room with him, but I FaceTimed him to pray for him, and he could tell uh, pretty quickly that I, you know, was kind of sad, and he turned to his mommy while I was talking to him, and he said, is Papa sad? And then she said, well, he's a little bit sad. And then he said, uh, Papa, uh, don't worry. It's almost Christmas time. And I thought, as I left and was just driving down the road, it was in my heart. You know, he, he was saying basically that Christmas fixes everything. And I think about Isaiah's words in Isaiah 9, 6, when Isaiah says, for unto us, a child is born, unto us a son is given. And he says these words, and the government will be upon his shoulder. And you shall call his name Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. But that, that verse, and the government will be upon his shoulder. I think about that uh, because sometimes we feel like we're carrying the weight of the world. And in reality, he invites us to cast all of our cares uh, on him. He'll do the heavy lifting if we'll let him. And, um, you know, I would say to anybody watching today, it's, it's Christmas time. We're celebrating uh, the Savior that has come and the heavy lifting he will do. And if we will trust him and cast our cares upon him, even in the midst of hardship, there can be a deep and abiding joy that comes from the presence of the Lord and the strength of the Lord to be our, to be our, our God in uh, these times. Such good words. And I, I really hope that people listen and uh, are encouraged. And I love that image that you just talked about, how that Jesus does the heavy lifting. That's so good. And he's lifting your grandson up. Of course, we'll be keeping your family in prayer and keeping the Donaldsons up in prayer. And, and really our extended family here at the Influencers Podcast and the CityServe family as we all kind of work together to see good things come out of this season and knowing that God comes into every circumstance and he works things together for our good and for his glory. And when we can't see the things that he is weaving together, he stills weaving something good. And for someone listening, it could be a very uh, difficult season. Uh, some people experience d dark thoughts, even depression during this year. 
and we would like to just maybe say a word of encouragement to you and pray a prayer of God's Holy Spirit to come and be a comforter to you. I wonder, Linda, if you could like just say a word of encouragement to someone that may be going through a deep valley and then just pray for our friends that are listening to the Influencers Podcast today. Sure. Um, I've been thinking a lot about Gabriel coming to Mary and announcing this was what's going to happen, that Mary, you've been chosen. And that's that's great, and, and we celebrate that. And uh, Mary sang a song, Be It Unto Me. And we sometimes can get trapped into the announcement of the call of God on our lives or what God has called us to do. And there's a lot of life that happened in the nine months that Mary carried uh, Jesus in her womb. Because when the shepherds came and the heavens parted and the angels sang, but there was a lot of things that happened in between. There was um, shame. A lot of people tried to put shame on Mary. A lot of people rejected Mary. But, you know, when you have a call of God on your life and you do what God is calling you to do, it really doesn't matter about everyone else and what everyone else is thinking. And Christmas can be a great trap for us to feel like we have to perform and it has to be a certain way. Our families have to act a certain way. We have to get certain gifts. But really, when God comes and he calls us to be a follower of Jesus Christ, it it doesn't matter. All the in-between doesn't matter because it's all about the fact that we are following Jesus, that he came and our focus should be on, he came to save us. He walked among us and he is showing us how to walk in victory, how to walk in success, how to be successful. And I say today, if you're listening and you have had the burdens and just like Wendell talked about the weight, let Jesus carry that weight. We weren't meant to carry it. We weren't uh, meant to try to live up to all kinds of expectations. Be who God has called you to be and celebrate that this Christmas. So good. So really good. good. Could you just pray a, a blessing over uh, sure. our I'd friends that are to. listening? Father, I pray for all of our friends that are listening today. I pray, Father, that you would just uh, bring peace where there is chaos, where there is an unsettled spirit, I pray that you would bring calm. I pray, Father God, that you would just cause your face to shine upon them, that your hand of blessing would be upon them. I pray, pray Father, that where there is struggle, God, that you would just bring uh, the calmness and the assurance that you are in control, that everything's gonna be okay, mm -hmm. that you're gonna work it out for good. And Father, I just pray that this Christmas, our focus would only be on you and pleasing you. Mm -hmm. I pray blessing, I pray peace. 
I pray, Father God, that all the things that your word has promised would be fulfilled in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Yeah. Wow. What, a, what a great prayer. And um, just would love to have a, a Merry Christmas from uh, Dave and Christy and a Merry Christmas from Wendell and Linda and then a Merry Christmas from Scott and Darla. So just go ahead, just say Merry Christmas, guys. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas, everyone. Yeah. Merry Christmas. And Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas to you. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Influencers Podcast on the Charisma Podcast Network. If you enjoy our content, we would love for you to subscribe and have the opportunity to tune in to future podcasts. You can follow us on all social media platforms at the Influencers Podcast Official. You can stay up to date, hear more inspiring content, and unlock your full potential as an influencer. Remember to use your influence to create lasting change that draws the world closer to Jesus.